morning, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Troy Farkas Show, a podcast that is not about me. It is about all of us. The 20s are a crucial time in our lives. And on this show, we navigate the highs and lows of early adulthood together. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you all had a great weekend. I had an amazing weekend, and I hope that all of you had an incredible weekend just like I did. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple things that happened this weekend and some lessons from this weekend of mine that I just had that I think you guys can take away and apply from your own life. So let's waste no time. Again, hope you're all doing well. Let's get right into it. So let me take you back to uh, Friday night, just Friday night real quick, got together with some old friends, went to a brewery. Again, one of my favorite things in the world, just catching up with people, uh, talking to people, hearing about their stories, what they're working on, who they're living with, where their heads are at in terms of their career and their personal development, their physical health, their mental health, all that good stuff. I absolutely love doing that. So I would recommend that you guys do that with your friends, with people that you haven't spoken to in a while, this is something I preach on this show all the time. This is something I do on this show all the time is talk with people who have meant a lot to me in the past and still mean a lot to me to this day. It is so important to keep those relationships, especially with people that you grew up with, because those people mean more to you and they know you better than the people that you now bring into your lives know you, right? Because the people that you now know, they don't know your stories. They don't know where you come from. They don't know who you grew up with. They don't know the sports that you played as a kid. They don't know all the crazy things that happened. They don't have the the crazy basement high school party stories uh, and seeing you at your worst like your homies do, right? And so it, it's so important to to keep in touch with those people and to reach out to those people and to not be afraid, right? Because people are, are pleasantly surprised when you do reach out to them. Uh, that is something that I have always found to be the case. I always tend to be the one that does it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just more aware of it than other people, how important these relationships are. So I would stress all of you, if there's someone that you miss, that you just, you want to hear their voice, call them up. If geographically makes sense, get together, like go get lunch, go get coffee, go do something, go bowling and just catch up and ask them questions about their lives. We're so wrapped up in our own lives all the time that we forget that there's so many relationships that we made over the years that we just kind of cast aside for no real good reason. And so it's really important to to keep up with those because, you know, and I'm experiencing it myself. I, I've had some renaissances from relationships, people I've had on this podcast that I wasn't really talking to before I had them on. I now talk to them more regularly, or maybe I see them more and kind of had a little friendship renaissance, a rejuvenation. It, it's It allows us to kind of like enter a new phase of our lives together. Hey, this was our childhood life and that was that and that's in the past. And now we can kind of navigate life together in this new step that we're that we're taking that all of us are taking. So uh, that's the first thing that I did this weekend that I think you guys can really value. Secondly, so I don't know why this wasn't my plan at all when I went to bed Friday night. But when I woke up Saturday morning, I just said, you know what, I want to be super nostalgic today. And so what I did was I grabbed the journal, the first journal that I had ever started. I started it in 2011. It's an orange notebook. It lasted me from 2011 to 2016. And I pretty much filled it whenever there were big historic moments. For example, when Osama bin Laden was killed, when uh, there was like a, a State of the Union speech that Obama had that left an impact on me. And there were just some other big 
worldly events, things that we all would remember that I wanted to document. And so that 20 years from now, I could look at that and say, wow, that was a huge moment in the history of the world. And I documented it right there. And I understood in the moment that that it was a big thing. And so that is something I still do to the, this day. I, I've graduated from this orange notebook and have now had uh, one or two or three since uh, that I'm still working on here. And so I was just skipping, uh, skimming through this notebook to see just how far I've come. How far have I come in my personal development? I mean, when I'm starting this thing in 2011, I'm a freshman or sophomore in high school. So I'm a young kid, right? I'm a dumb kid. I was still making a lot of dumb decisions. Then I was hanging out with some questionable characters. Uh, there were definitely some people that I should not have been hanging out with uh, that I did eventually shed because I realized I probably shouldn't be hanging out with these people. They're not a good impact on my life. I'm just getting in to trouble with them. And so it's really good to just flip through these pages and to see what what I was thinking as a 15-year-old, as a 16-year-old, all the drama that was going on in my life. And so, I mean, this thing also went into college for me. And so it's really good to just look back and see what was I feeling in, when this event happened in my life. And so there, there's girl issues in there. There's issues about, because I remember being a freshman in college and I was undeclared at UAlbany and I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was just so lost and I was depressed as hell because this amazing life that I just had my senior year at Shen and the summer afterwards was incredible. I finally found my favorite group of people. Like I was finally coming into my own and then it was all torn away from me. My first year of college, I was just so lost. And there's a lot of you out there that can probably relate to that who had their first year of college start off really rocky because it was just such a quick adjustment so fast. Like everything that you had ever worked for before that just kind of wiped away and it was a clean slate. And I don't know, I, I guess maybe I, I tied up too much of my identity into being a Shen basketball player or into being uh, a singer or whatever my identity was then. I, I hadn't crafted one for myself yet. And so I was lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what my life was going to look like. I had absolutely no idea. I thought maybe I wanted to be a teacher. I didn't know how to get there. And I don't know. It, it's just fun seeing the personal evolution and... I would encourage all of you, this is why I, I like journaling. One, it, it's good to just get your thoughts out on paper, right? To try to make sense of things down on paper. The paper will always forgive you. The paper will never get mad at you. The paper will not judge you. So I think it's really good to get shit out um, that way. It's not bottled up inside. If you're really angry at, angry at someone, don't take it out on that person because you might jeopardize that relationship. Take it out on the paper instead. That relationship will always be there for you. And so that is something that I have always done. Um, so A, it's really good to get shit out there and B, it's really good to look back and to reflect and to celebrate the little victories to see how far you've come. Um, I think a lot of us feel like we're, we're not developing as quickly as we would like to. We're not ascending in our jobs as quickly as we would like to. We're not making as much money as we thought we would by then. We're not, uh, married yet. We don't have kids yet. We're, a, a lot of us are dissatisfied with progress of our lives because it's not going how we thought. Obviously, when we first uh, envisioned those plans for us, we didn't know how difficult real life actually is. And so because of that, we don't really appreciate uh, the small victories along the way because we're just so in the grind and in the trenches trying to get where we want to go that we forget how far we've come. And so it's really 
fun for me to look back um, at my journal here, and I'm going to put on my glasses really quick because I want to read you uh, my entry from March 17th, 2012. I am a sophomore in high school at this moment, and so I remember seeing a concert. and It was an acapella concert. I went there with my dad to see the University of Rochester Yellow Jackets. They were one of the best college acapella groups and i saw them perform in albany and it was so good and i absolutely loved it and so i journaled about that event that day and so i just want to read you a quick snippet um from this i need music it's an art form a type of self-expression nobody understands unless they do it too that's why i'm going to work so hard at singing to improve i want to be able to put smiles on the faces of the people i sing to it makes me so happy way more than basketball. I love singing by myself and also all the people I do it with. It changes me and for the better. Um, and so I think what I do now, what I do now for my career or on my own time, I think it's kind of an iteration of that. I love performing for people. I have always loved performing for people. I knew it in March 2012 and I know it now. It's taken different forms all throughout my life, whether it was being an athlete or being on stage or in college, being behind a microphone on a radio show or being behind a camera because I was on TV shows. And now I'm on podcasts, on my own podcast, and then on podcasts that are seen and heard by people um, that I don't know because of the shows that I work on with some more high, you know, more prominent uh, professional athletes and such. And so I've always known I've wanted to do this. And so for as much as I felt over the years that I never really had a dream. I never knew a career that I wanted to have. I, I was I never grew up pinpointing something that I wanted to do. I never looked to anyone and said, I want to be that person. Um, and in many ways, I still don't know what I what I want to do when I grow up, right? This wasn't what I envisioned. And I, I don't have uh, a long term vision for myself right now. But what is the constant what has always been the constant was true in 2012. It's true in 2021. And it will be true in 2030 is that I love performing for people and it makes me happier than everything else I'm doing. I was a an athlete through and through in high school. That's what people knew me as, but I love singing way more. That was what I took more pride in because I felt I could be myself. I didn't feel that people judged me when I was singing and I absolutely loved it. And I loved creating beautiful things. Uh, with other people. And it got me so far out of my comfort zone and showed me that I can do hard things, that I'm capable of a lot of things. And so I knew that in 2012 and uh, I know it now. And so it's so funny to go back to your journals. And so I was doing that. I was looking um, through my journal at Uncommon Grounds, which is one of the best coffee shops in Albany. It's a local chain of sorts. And so after enjoying a, a good bagel and coffee at Uncommon Grounds, I went over to Albany's campus uh, just down the street and just walked all around campus, walked around all of the different spots that I used to hang around, uh, whether it's at the athletic facilities or the educational facilities, by all the big fountains in the, the campus centers and just envisioning myself there. And man, college was such a blur. I've told you how I didn't love my college experience because I, I don't know, socially, it was tough for me. I wasn't a huge fan of the people there. And I just never really felt like I fit in. And so I just worked so much. I worked so hard um, in class and on the extracurriculars even more and the internships and stuff because I was like, I'm going to just bury my head in work, right? If I bury my head in work, sure, I won't have a social life, 
but it will make me so busy that A, it'll get me somewhere after this. Uh, it'll get me a job. It'll get me a good job. And B, if I'm just working all the time, I won't have a social life, but I won't feel bad about not having a social life because I'll be at least making huge career progress, right? And so that was kind of the the truth and a lie that I told myself is that uh, other people were losers for being social, for going out on Friday night, and that I was the smart, responsible one, and that I was going to be better than all of them. And then when campus was empty on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., and I had already gone for a run and was on my way to work and had already done some video editing or something, that I had already won the day. Meanwhile, everyone else is going to sleep until 1 o'clock and then go to a danger and then do something at night after eating some shitty food. And this was just like what I did all of college. It's no wonder no one didn't like me because I was probably a bit of a pretentious asshole. And looking back on it, that is probably the case. Um, and so <laughs> college is kind of a blur for me uh, for a lot of reasons, probably a, a blur for a lot of you too, but for different reasons than why it is a blur for me. But it was good for me to go back there and just again, just to kind of see how far I've come since then. I am a remarkably different person than when I was in college. I'm still the same grinder, extremely disciplined, hard worker, but I think I'm just <clears throat> a much nicer person. I think I'm a better person to be around. I think I'm far less judgmental. I'm much more accepting. I've learned so much about the world and how I view the world since then. And again, it's just so important to pretty frequently just look back on how far you've come to celebrate the, the tiny victories, right? That's that's what it's all about. We We get so caught up in how we're not accomplishing the big grand goal and we freak ourselves out about it. But honestly, we're making such good progress every day. You should take a bunch of small steps every day because after taking a bunch of small steps every day, that eventually takes you to the big overall hurdle that you are trying to climb. So so just keep that in mind. And then on Saturday night, man, had an amazing time. My best friend Shannon had her engagement party at this really cool facility in Clifton Park. Again, was just there with some of my favorite people in the world. And again, similar to the wedding that happened at the end of June with the same people all being there, just present as hell and just having a good time and going out in Toga to the Racino out on Caroline Street. Just such a good time and um, making sure that I stayed present because like those moments are fleeting, right? You you never know how how many more times you're going to get to be with the people that you grew up with that you love so much. I have so much love for those people. And so when I get to be with them, when I have the honor of gracing their presence, I want to just fully be there and be in it. And so I was, and I had so much fun. And so I've just urged all of you, when you get the amazing opportunity to be with the people that you love, like more than this world, and when it doesn't come around that often, do everything in your power to make it happen, do everything in your power to, for example, I'm an early riser. I woke up at six something a.m. on Saturday and knew I needed to be out until like 3 a.m. So you caffeinate, you take a nap when you can, and you just figure it out because you do not want to squander the opportunity, right? So don't squander these rare opportunities that you have to be with those people that you care so much about. So when it happens, make sure you do everything in your power. Uh, and lastly, the, the big thing from the weekends that I want to talk to you all about is so in a conversation I was having with a friend, on Saturday night, friend mentioned that they're doing a half marathon in Portland, Maine, where I'm moving to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, a week from today. And Portland, Maine's like 30 minutes away from Portsmouth. And Portsmouth and Portland are just like amazing New England seacoast towns. If you haven't been, you're going to have to go. I haven't been to Portland yet. I'm super excited to do it 
friend mentioned that she's doing half marathon in Portland. And so I was like, you know what? I'll do it too. And this is something I've always wanted to do. I have always toyed around with the idea of doing a marathon. I've always jokingly said that, oh, I'll do that when I'm 70. I want to be the 70 year old guy who's running the marathon and I want to do more, uh, you know, physically intensive kickboxing and extreme hikes and extreme biking up until then. And then I'll do, um, the marathon when running is just one of the only things that you can do as an older person uh, exercise wise. And so that's kind of what I always said, but I think honestly, I've kind of been pushing it down the line that far just because I never really wanted to do it. I never really wanted to put the work in just because I don't, I'm not a huge fan of running. I've never loved running. It's just something I've kind of forced myself to do in spots when I felt like I needed to go for a run. Um, But I decided, you know what? Let's do it. I'm in such a mode this year, this 2021 of just do it now because you never know when you'll get the chance again. I might lose my legs tomorrow, right? And uh, then I'll never be able to run a half marathon and I will live with that regret of never having done it. And so I'm going to run this half marathon and uh, there's a bunch of reasons why. Um, I've been in kind of a, a, a funk exercise wise just because uh like i i'm in great shape and i exercise five ish days a week probably but i don't really have a set plan or anything and there's no set measurement there's no tracking of my goals there's no revising progress and setting goals and so i would like to actually have something to work toward i would like to set a goal so uh this marathon will help get me structured and will add some more routine and structure into my life as i go into portsmouth and obviously running around there. I'll practically be running on the beach. So that would just be really cool. Uh, I've never really gone past like six miles before. And I think it's honestly because I've just been afraid of it. I've been having this fear of running over six miles. I don't know why. And I've been to marathons before. I've watched the Boston Marathon, the New York City Marathon. I've seen people run those who are in far worse shape than I. Um, and for some reason, I've just always told myself that I couldn't do it. And I think it goes to show, and this is something I've really been learning over the past couple months is that the body follows the mind. The body can do so many amazing things just from an evolutionary standpoint, our body can do so many things because when we were, uh, when our ancestors were roaming around trying to survive, their body could just switch into a mode when they were being chased or when they were out of food, when they were out of water that kept them alive. And so we still have that. We still have that in us. And so when you're running a marathon, like there's a fight or flight instinct within you that says, I have to finish this. Like I need to survive and I need to fit in and I need to be liked. It just all harkens back to this evolutionary thing. And so we can do some amazing things with our bodies It is the mind that limits us. Our mind is the biggest doubter of our abilities in the world. And so I guess maybe my mind has just been holding me back. I mean, even if you guys are running or whenever you're exercising, um, you kind of have like a devil and an angel on the shoulder. The angel is telling you, keep going, push through it. You got this. And then the the devil is like, dude, just, just stop. You can go home. You don't have to do this. No one is forcing you. Doesn't the couch sound so good right now? You were watching that Netflix show last night. Like, just go resume that and go drink a glass of milk or something or an IPA, whatever. Uh, so that's always the constant battle. And so, you know, the, the angel usually wins out for me, but it always says like, okay, 
you know, just run three miles today and you'll be good. Never more than three or four miles. Um, so what I want to do right now is kind of use this half marathon as an experiment. What do I have in me mentally? How far can I push myself mentally? What kind of darkness can I get into my own mind to push myself to 13.1 miles? This is going to be a huge mental test. Physically, I don't think it'll be that difficult. The thing's not early October, so my training period is going to be short, but I'm already in pretty good enough shape that if I just train hard and structured over the next month and a half, I think I'll be able to do it, no problem. But it's mentally, will I be able to do it? Will I be able to, at mile eight, tell myself, keep going? I mean, at mile four, I'm sure doubts will be starting to creep in that I'm like, damn, I've got nine more miles of this. This sucks. I can't do this. So I want to get myself to a place because when you get yourself to a mental state where you've never been to before, where it's like, I just need to make it out alive of here, you learn a lot about yourself. You go through some shit in your mind and it's only you. Running is a solitary activity. And so I'm excited to get myself to a place where I want to quit where I want to just put my tail between my legs and and go home and see what am I really made of. And so I think that is something that I would urge all of you guys is to find situations where you can see what you are really made of. Is there something that you really want to do that you've just always said that you can't? Oh, I just can't do that. Oh, I'm not good enough for that. Oh, like physically I can't do that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Basically, we can do anything. We can do absolutely anything we want, but our minds prevent us from doing that. Our bodies are so much stronger and resilient than our minds. The evolutionary development has not quite happened as quickly or as efficiently to our minds as it has our bodies. So is there something in your life that you really want to do that you've been telling yourself that you just can't? I would challenge you to find that thing, do that thing. And then you'll learn so much about yourself and how much of a badass you can be and how much you can conquer. So I'm excited to do that. I'll keep you updated on my journey. I'm feeling really good about it. I'm sketching out plans. I went for a run today and was like completely hungover, dehydrated, ate shitty food all weekend, slept for four hours after the party and ended up getting a good time running uh, five miles like day one. I was like, all right, you know what? I think I can do this. Uh, but mentally... It's uh, this is where the growth is going to happen mentally. And so it'll just, if I crush this thing, it'll give me so much more confidence to attack other daunting things in the future. So I would urge all of you to do that as well this week. Have a fantastic week, guys. Like, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for checking out last week's episode with Shelby Lamb, who's a bibliophile, which is, I've never really met a bibliophile before. So if you want to go check that out, over on the TroyFarkashow.com, wherever you get your podcasts, on my YouTube channel, all that good stuff. I'm pumping out content for you guys because I just love serving you guys and you know giving you my thoughts on my life or thoughts about other things that you guys can really find some value from. I'm trying to um, build a little community here and just uh, make me better, make you guys better, and we can all get through this together. So another episode coming this week with a guest. Find it wherever you get your podcast. Thursday, 5 a.m. Eastern Time. You know the drill. Have a great week. Get the fuck after it. Do something you love. Be with people you love. Be present. And I'll talk to you soon.